Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. You're listening to the Lean Blog Podcast, episode number 73 for August 24th, 2009. Our guest today is Doug Burgess. He is Senior VP of Corporate Lean Six Sigma at Xerox Corporation. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the Lean and Six Sigma approach at Xerox, um, some examples of how they've used that internally, and also how they're working with customers uh, to improve their operations in collaboration uh, with Lean principles. So I hope you enjoy the episode, and as always, thanks for listening. So again, today our guest is Doug Burgess of Xerox. He is a Senior Vice President of Corporate Lean Six Sigma. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Mark, for the opportunity to uh, share Xerox's story. Sure thing. Um, as I like to ask a lot of my guests, um, I was wondering if you could start by talking about your own personal lean story a bit. How and where and, and when did you get started with lean? Okay. Um, I've been with Xerox uh, 30 years. Uh, my background primarily has been in manufacturing supply chain, which is a very process-focused uh, uh, organization. And uh, Xerox has had uh, quite a legacy with, with quality and lean. Uh, we actually started using lean principles back in the late 80s and early 90s. And we focused uh, primarily on using uh, A delta T. And Xerox kind of turned A delta T into what we refer to as QuickJet. And QuickJet was uh, actually using the A delta T principles along with the Kaizen principles to really take waste out of a process. So we focus primarily in, in uh, manufacturing-like processes to reduce uh, manufacturing footprints, re- reduce cycle time in uh, the manufacturing operations, as well as in the, in the supply chain operations. So we've built on uh, lean principles throughout uh, uh, Xerox's uh, entire uh, span, and uh, most recently we inter- introduced uh, Lean Six Sigma in 2003. Uh, and the reason Xerox took that approach in 2003, we saw the value of, of Lean and taking uh, waste out of the process, but we also wanted uh, to take the Six Sigma principles and really combine the two of them to not only take waste out of the process, but also to, to reduce variability of the process. We saw the two of those um, approaches to be much more uh, exponentially more powerful than either one of those uh, by themselves. And when we did the deployment in, in uh, 2003, we actually looked at it from an enterprise-wide perspective. We recognized that using Lean Six Sigma, we would get a lot of benefits in manufacturing and supply chain. We, we wanted to take an enterprise-wide approach because you really can apply the principles to any business process that's measurable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to look at a lot of our transactional processes, so things in the administrative process, the sales process, the marketing process, the product development process, and we've just kind of built on Xerox's legacy around uh, you know, quality and uh, uh, some of the lean principles. Mm-hmm. Now, going back in the history, just to clarify, if, if people aren't familiar with the term, what, what do you mean by A delta T? Is that um, something that you consider a Xerox-specific term? 
it's um, it's really looking at actual uh, versus theoretical. Mm -hmm. So you actually walk through and you map the process and you look at the non-value-added stuff in a, a process and you reduce the waste. Yeah, so that, that should be a, a pretty familiar lean thought process and, and methodology for the listeners then, I hope. Um, is there anything, do you, do you think that's that's unique uh, current day with the Lean Six Sigma approach at Xerox, or would you say it's a fairly, uh, you know, con, you know, consistent, straightforward Lean Six Sigma approach, or has, has Xerox kind of evolved or, or built on additional uh, methodologies with with your approach? I, I think we built on it over time. I don't know if it's necessarily unique to the uh, to the marketplace, uh, Mark. We we've, we've got uh, the traditional uh, Kaizen approaches then looking at some of the tools in Six Sigma and couple those together to, to like I said, reduce the uh, variability of a process but also take out, take out the waste. And like I said, my personal experience is back all the way back in uh, the, my manufacturing days as a manufacturing engineer, you know, we used a lot of the lean principles, Kaizen, 8 Delta T, to uh, lean out our uh, manufacturing processes uh, and this has just been kind of an evolution at Xerox. I mean, back in 1982, David Kearns uh, launched Leadership to Quality, and since that day, uh, where we had employee involvement teams, we've just uh, used it as a kind of an evolutionary process uh, for Xerox for the past 30-plus uh, years. Okay. And I wonder if you could... Tell us, uh, you know, maybe an example of a success story or uh, a case example of um, using lean within Xerox, whether it was in the, the manufacturing supply chain side or, as you mentioned, um, you know, as you've moved into more of the administrative side of, of the business. If you could tell us uh, an example or two. Yeah, I've got one uh, one personal example that uh, I was actively in, involved with, Mark. That uh, I thought was. Uh, a great example of uh, Lean and Six Sigma uh, coupled together. Uh, it was my last role. I was the uh, Vice President of Western Hemisphere Equipment Supply Chain. And uh, I supported uh, North America and South America in uh, distribution, uh, forecasting, demand supply, um, and uh, uh, delivery and transportation. And one of our uh, Opcos was the developing marketing organization, which uh, had responsibilities for go-to-market strategies for South America. And uh, they had changed their go-to-market strategy. They were moving more from more of a direct channel uh, delivery and sales out to an indirect uh, sales out uh, mm -hmm. process. So they were moving from direct salesmen within Xerox to uh, indirect distributors. At the, roughly the same time, we were reorganizing in the supply chain, and I picked up that responsibility of, of supporting them. We also were in the process of changing from our legacy uh, supply chain systems to an Oracle-based system. Mm -hmm. So we kind of created this perfect storm um, that all these things kind of converged at the same time. And needless to say, uh, we had significant challenges. We had challenges with waste in the process that resulted in level of service issues. It resulted in uh, quality issues and, and how we were presenting 
our our product to our, our now distributors uh, it presented uh, some cost challenges for the supply chain. So what we elected to do was actually take a Demedi approach, which uh, define, measure, explore, uh, develop, and uh, implement uh, approach, and really look at what the requirements of this new model was from uh, from a DMO perspective, developing market organization, and really look, and we actually went out and captured the voice of the customer. So we talked to distributors. Uh, we actually had 70 different interviews that we conducted. We had over 800 minutes of interviews. And when we went through that process, we better understood exactly what the customer needed from a predictability perspective, from a cycle time perspective. Um, and as we started to uh, go through that entire process, we got to the explore phase. And we actually created a roadmap that was um, a roadmap that actually spanned over uh, two to three years of all the things that we were going to do to uh, get to a benchmark type process. Mm -hmm. uh, and through that effort, it, it helped us in a, a number of ways. It helped us with our end customer uh, and improving our relationship with our own customer. And it also helped internally, because uh, during that time, I will tell you that those, the DMO organization, the supply chain organization, uh, we had some challenges between uh, those two groups and, and our interactions. This process, not only helped us better serve our end customer, but it brought the two organizations together for common purpose. And um, it, it was it was truly an amazing experience. I mean, I never realized the power of how you could not only achieve an end goal, but also the alignment you could get between two organizations trying to get them to, to support a common purpose. So the result of, of the project and the approach of using both Lean and Six Sigma uh, to this is we reduced our, our cycle time by 35%. We improved our quality by over 40% in how we uh, delivered products to our customer. And we reduced our cost by over 30%. Um, so it was, it was one of the biggest projects that I had worked on. It helped us lay out a roadmap you know, for a long period of time and uh, really brought those two organizations together uh, in, in, uh, and really helped us align to the end customer and the end customer needs. Uh, and we actually did surveys kind of, you know, through the voice of the customer with our distributors, and then we went back through and did a validation 24 months later, and it was an amazing difference in the feedback that we've got from our customer before and after. Sure. I mean, it sounds like those are some uh, some great results and a, a good example of where with Lean you often find, you know, it's not just a, a small percentage incremental improvement, but when you're talking about improvements on the scale of 30, 40 percent, that's, uh, that is really impressive. Um, just one follow-up question. I mean, when you talk about uh, getting the cooperation uh, across organizations, um, that that is often difficult to do. Is it something do you think unique to the lean methodology or something uh, in particular about the approach that Xerox was using that helped get that, uh, that cooperation and that alignment in place? Well, the fact that we've deployed Lean Six Sigma across the entire enterprise, it's given us a common language and a, a common platform to approach problems. So um, obviously um, that takes a lot of nurturing. It's, we're really uh, focused now to try to embed that into the culture of the company. Um, 
But I think when when we approached this with with DMO, my I was a sponsor on the supply chain side, and I got a, uh, a sponsor on the DMO side, and we collectively said we we're going to take this approach, and and that really helped us move it forward. Uh, Xerox going forward, our focus is really trying to move from some of the functional projects that we've worked to do more cross-organizational projects, like we did with uh, the DMO project that I just described, because I think that's where the biggest opportunities are uh, for Xerox going forward. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. Um, one other question I had was uh, if you could share an example of working you know, kind of in, in depth in a customer's process. Uh, I believe you have some examples of working in healthcare and using both Lean and some of your Xerox uh, products to help um, customers improve their processes. Right. Um, so we have an organization uh, called uh, Xerox Global Services, and, and they're focused on document management, and, and which, uh, on behalf of the customer, we're trying to look at how do we lean their pro uh, process out with regards to document management. And that could be, you know, from paper to digital, digital to paper, digital to storage, and we're, we're using, um, you know, what Xerox's uh, profound knowledge is about the document and, and how to manage the document to, to support our customers' needs. So one particular one that uh, we had done in the healthcare industry was with a, a local hospital um, in the Rochester area, and they had asked us to come in and really look at, with focus in the imaging uh, arena for this particular hospital, and the challenges that they had in, in kind of the transactional process all around um, the from the call center and getting um, uh, a prescription for the customer or the uh, patient to get x-rays or MRI, MRIs. And what they asked their ex to do was come in and help them uh, lean and improve that process. And the, and the focus was really around you know, all the inputs. So we had inputs through uh, uh, documents and non-standardized documents to different inputs from different computer systems to uh, billing problems in the back end. So they, as some of our, we had a couple master black belts working on the project as well as some black belts and other uh, healthcare or people that worked in the healthcare document arena from XGS work with this particular hospital, and they actually walked walk through the process. They identified where the wastes were. They, they went through and did, uh, you know, failure mode effective analysis, trying to understand where, where the, uh, the breakdowns were, where the quality issues were. The outcome of that was they, they standardized the form. So we had uh, a, a common form that all um, all um, inputs would be to this process. So it could be a doctor in a doctor's office, it could be a clinic, it could be the hospital themselves, but they standardized the form uh, to reduce the number of areas, tra train people that were going to be using that form in it. They also standardized uh, the system. They went to, to one platform to make sure that they would reduce the errors because each one of those uh, inputs or computer systems that they use had slightly different forms, people with misinformation, information would be incorrect, and it created billing errors, which also frustrated patients. Mm -hmm. Those were the two short-term actions that they had taken. Long-term, they were looking to uh, 
create uh, a patient card that would have all the pertinent information. So as you go into the doctor's office, you've got you know a, a common information platform. If you go to a clinic, you've got common platform information or the hospital because you tend to have to go and repeat you know you know name, rank, and serial number, so to speak, uh, in every one of those interactions. This way, it's standardized that uh, that data. Uh, for each one of those uh, touch points. And, and that was going to be the long-term strategy that the hospital was going to take on. So I think it's really in line with where uh, the electronic health uh, records are, and, uh, and the medical industry is really trying to go going forward. Well, that's, that, uh, that sounds like a great example of um, you know, further extending lean, uh, as you were saying, from, from not just manufacturing but to, to internal administrative um, processes within Xerox, but then also go out and use that to, uh, to interact and help improve um, your, your, your customers' processes. So that sounds like a great example of uh, what people might call, uh, you know, working on the extended value stream, and I'm sure that provides a lot of benefit to, uh, to both the customers um, and to Xerox um, as well. So is that, would you say, kind of a future direction of uh, where you think uh, Xerox will continue to work with Lean and Six Sigma? Yeah, we're, we're really using the Xerox Global Services organization as our segue into the customer. So as, as we move into services and knowledge-based systems that Xerox feels that they're experts in and really around document management, we're using Xerox Global Services for that segue. So some of the things that we're doing, Mark, is, uh, you know, at the customer, for the customer project. So in some cases, it may be a project that's going to help um, Xerox uh, lean out their document management process and reduce the cost of document management on behalf of the customer to sometimes the customer says, can you help us using Lean Six Sigma for some of our processes uh, and the interaction for our customers. So we've actually extended that in some cases where we're doing projects uh, that are particular pain points for uh, their customer base and, and actually stepped in and, and done that on occasion. And, and on occasion, we've actually done some training. We've brought executives in. We do all of our own Lean Six Sigma training. When we initially launched it, we, uh, we used the George Group in 2003, and they, they provided all our training for our black belts and green belts for the first couple of years. Uh, then Xerox developed their own program. And, and we think we have a, a pretty powerful curriculum, and we've actually brought executives in or customers in to really understand what, uh, you know, Lean Six Sigma could do uh, for their companies as they uh, kind of engage in, in, on their uh, Lean Six Sigma journey. Well, that sounds great. Um, Doug, I want to thank you for uh, joining us here on, on the podcast. Again, our guest was Doug Burgess, uh, Senior Vice President of Corporate Lean Six Sigma for Xerox. Thanks again. You're most welcome. Thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, email mark at leanpodcast at gmail.com.